Radio City Sports Saint and Snods with OD's designerclothing.com from the Genius Store, Maharishi and Armani. Let's bring our next guest in now because uh, he's a man who's just finished training ahead of that game tomorrow uh, and I'm certain he'd much rather be watching his uh, former team, the Teddy Bears, mm-hmm. playing against Hibs. It's nil-nil uh, in the playoff game up in Scotland. Uh, of course, he did great with Blackpool before winning the League Cup with Liverpool in 2012. Let's bring in uh, Charlie Adam. Charlie, how are you doing, pal? Yeah, good, thank you. You OK? Yeah, good as go, mate. Are, are you watching Rangers? I was watching. I just uh, left the training ground there, but um, just going back now to home to, to rest up for the game tomorrow. It's nil-nil, and it's they, 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 they've weathered the early storm, haven't they? Yeah, I think it's, um, the important thing was they never lose an early goal, and obviously not done that, so... Hopefully they can get into the to the final and play Motherwell and, and get it sorted and make sure they get back into the Premier League. Right. I'm nobody understands how this is working up there, is it? <laughs> I don't understand. I never even knew that. <laughs> no. You, I mean, you mentioned Motherwell there. I thought Motherwell. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I think it's going to. I think it's about six games before the. You know, six games is, and if you get to the, the actually win the thing, it's six games you need to play. Oh, so man. it's incredible. It's just, it's just uh, the way it's going. <laughs> He goes straight into pre-season. Like. <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's not like the playoffs. Uh, the, the down in England, is it? You've had some. Uh, you, had, you had a nice day in the playoffs in England, didn't you? Yeah, we had a great day. Obviously, the two games against Nottingham Forest um, were amazing. But uh, in that final at Wembley was special, and, and everybody, so rightly so, makes it the biggest game in, the, in you know in the English calendar. Of you know, it's worth a lot of money for both for both clubs, but. It's it's an amazing day and the whole the whole structure. I think it's the best way you play two two games home and away and then you play one game. Mm. And in Scotland, it's you play home and away and then you play home and away and then you play <laughs> another home and away in the final. It's, it's crazy, you know. But um, no, it was great to be part of it and lucky for us that we were successful. You were um, you had a dinner the other night in Blackpool, didn't you? I saw that you mentioned uh, that was raising money for Gary Parkinson, didn't you? Yeah, you, you all got together again. Yeah, just it was five years, so it was five years from when we got promoted, and uh, we had a dinner for for Gary Parkinson, who was a coach at the time, and obviously fell down with the illness, and uh, we we managed to raise through raffles and the auction. We made raised four and a half thousand pounds, and then the lads who who played there chipped in the rest. He was looking for a wheelchair; it cost ten thousand pounds. So the lads chipped in the rest, and you know it was a it was a great evening, and hopefully. You know, once we we get it sorted, he can get that wheelchair and it could progress his rehab and, and make a life a little bit better for him. It's an amazing touch from you boys that mm. as well because you, you, I mean, you do get stick, don't you, as footballers? No. But people don't hear the stuff like that that you do, Charlie. But wouldn't, wouldn't you think as well that the PFA mm. would pay for something like that? I would. If I was the PFA, you know, listen, what's ten thousand pounds to PFA? Exactly. Exactly. What is, what is ten? And in, in the grand scheme of things, yeah. ten thousand pounds a lot of money. Yes, I yeah. know that. Yeah. But to the PFA who get a lot of money mm. from the FA, get yeah. a lot of money from through other things, for them it should be writing a cheque. Correct. So for what he's put into the game is is phenomenal. The amount of games he played, the yeah. clubs he played for, mm. and the, and you know every every club that he's been at have made an effort. You know Burnley, mm. Middlesbrough, Blackpool, so called. Bolton, they've all made a great effort to, yeah. to what he's done, but you always need that extra help. And you know, for for, for you know, the PFA should have simply wrote the cheque for ten thousand pounds and and helped them. But you know, it's great to be part of it and help. And, yeah. You know, like you said before, Premier League and not just Premier League footballers don't get the the the, the right um, applauders because a lot of them do do a lot of things for charity. Mm. I know, I know, a lot of the, the players don't want it, but 
a lot of it goes unmissed, you know, and hopefully, you know, the the recognition they do get, um, obviously used to lads like Stevie and Cara, what they've done mm. for the city of Liverpool is yes. incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, they, they rightly so should basically do what they want in the city because they've done an amazing job on the both charities and, and, and hopefully can continue that. Mm. Liverpool have uh, have their foundation, don't they? Liverpool. Yeah, which and is I, massive. Aye, massive. And they're, they're doing great work. We we saw that night, the other night that they were showing mm. clips of what they're doing and players attending various things at hospitals and this, that and the other. So there is a lot of involvement getting done through the foundations. You have a Yeah, we, I, I work uh, we in the community. Everton in the community is the biggest yeah. saint in football. Yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, Players are out there, and they did not one moan off any of them first. No, we're the same. We're yeah. the same. We have, I think, over the season we'll have maybe thirty or forty things that we have to go to. Yeah. So each lad, each player is probably dedicated three or four each season that oh, they have okay. to go to, hmm. and it's important. It is important because the, the, you know we're in a false position. We can <coughs> one one player turning up can put a smile on yeah. twenty kids' faces, yeah. and mm-hmm. you know there's nothing. You, you don't pay money to see people kids smiling, especially if they're, they're being in a bad situation or they're they're struggling in their life. You know, so to go and put a smile on their kids' faces, it, it costs nothing, and yeah. you know. An hour a day, a couple of hours a day, it's nothing, right. and um, it's great for the, the players that they go and do it, you know. Well said, Charlie. Brilliant. Mm-hmm. Well done, Charlie. What should we talk about first, then, Charlie? Should we talk about the goal or, or Stoke season? What do you want to talk about first? <laughs> the goal, um, the goal, the goal. Yeah, yeah. the goal. <laughs> let's talk about the goal. Yeah. Right, let's get it out of the way. Yeah. First things first, <laughs> what on earth was going through your mind when you tried to score from 70 yards? Uh, I don't know. I just, I've tried it often <laughs> enough, and um, fortunately enough for me, it's. It's gone in um, against one of the best goalkeepers in the world, and on live on Sky, and that's that's what you know, and it's that's how you get so much coverage is because the Premier League is so so sought after around the world, and that's why it's got so much coverage. Mm. And um, you know, for me, it was great that it was me that was scoring and not somebody else. Did you oh, just think, okay. why not? I thought, you know, <laughs> did you think, well, he's he's going to be? Did you see his position? Did yeah, you know I, where he was? I always, I've always, I always look during the game to see mm. where the goalies are. Um, because you know, I've said like before, people like Neuer, who play high up because mm. the defence plays so high. Chelsea's the same; the back four plays so high, and, and Courtois wants to sweep and get in and get everything that goes in and behind the strikers and the mid the defenders. So he was high, and I seen him on the edge of his box, and you know there was nothing really. We we were breaking away, and we only had one or two players ahead of me, and they had four or five, and I just thought, let's have a go on. Lucky enough, <laughs> it managed to go and it went in. Yeah, you know? When did you realise it was going in? Because you obviously thought, oh, I've, I've caught it well. It's got a chance that. When did you realise it was going in? It wasn't until I seen him actually scrambling back, and I was thinking because it was coming, it was quite low when I hit it. Mm. And um, as I seen him scrambling back, I was thinking it's got a chance, it's got a chance. And then it went in, and uh, I was just I was delighted <laughs> for it to go in. Now, d- did you hear the shouts of any of your teammates when you actually hit the ball? No, I, never, <laughs> uh, I just like, blanked that out. Yeah, because if it never went in, I knew that they would be coming for me. So I just blanked out, and uh, lucky enough, it went in, and they were they were delighted. And, and enough of your goals like that, because I never scored any goals like that, John. So we'll move on to Stoke now. Uh, the boys must be happy, or do you feel that they could have? You're going to finish ninth, no matter what. I think that's yeah. a terrific season. Uh, is the management, the fans, the players happy with that position? Or do you feel you could have finished a little bit higher? We, um, I'd probably say we, we probably could have finished with more points. Mm. We 
we have to puff really last week against Burnley never create we had one or two chances probably that could have won the game mm. um, Swansea we went there first half played really well second half they dominated us they beat us um, so we've probably lost three or four points in the last couple of weeks which would have got us closer to Swansea but overall in the whole grand scheme of things I think we've got to be delighted with yeah. this place with yeah. it, you've got to look at the amount uh, the money that the clubs have spent above us and below us you know mm. you've got teams like Everton who spent 30 million on Lukaku below us West Ham spent a lot of money you know on salaries on players and, and so we, we've done a great job mm. but the thing is it's it's okay being there for one or two seasons it's about can you keep it consistent and I said when we were at player year the other night I think the target for us next season will be trying to get into Europa League yeah, I know it's going to be tough because you've got clubs like Southampton Tottenham Swansea but over the piece, you know, I think we we're capable of beating these type of teams on our day. Um, but it's just like the Premier League; you need to be consistent. You need to try and be consistent week in, week out, and it's, it is tough. And you know, we, it's a big challenge for us next season. But once we we bring one or two players in, hopefully we we can do that and and we can challenge the the ones that are above us. Mm. What what's what's the manager been like for you personally, Charlie Mark Hughes? Yeah, it's been great. Yeah. As, you know, when you're not playing as difficult, everybody yeah. knows that. But um, He's always said to me, you know, you'll get an opportunity. And when you get an opportunity, show me, you know, you always want to make an impact in the game. It's one thing he always said to me that when I've had a chat with him, he's always said, I know that if I leave you on the bench, I know that you can make an impact for me. And that's mm. that's a big thing to have. And I said, well, you know, as long as I understand that if you're not playing, I'm still going to get an opportunity and I'm not going to be sitting on the bench three or four weeks and mm. you don't get on. And as long as you're getting some minutes, it's important that you do get some minutes to be able to show that you wanted you pushing for a start and over the last couple of months I managed to get myself back in the team and, and scored a couple of goals and, and playing well and what a way to finish the end of the season tomorrow and uh, hopefully for us it's a, we can win it but uh, it, it'll be great to be part of it. Do you think, I mean looking at what Liverpool are doing they're sort of falling away just a shade at the end here you think you can do that? You think you can beat them there? Yeah, I'd be confident we could we could beat Liverpool at home um, the good side, the good players um, but for me, the, the big thing, Liverpool still got something to play for. They can get caught from, I think yeah. they can lose a couple of places, which would, would be massive. So they'll obviously want to come and try and try and beat us. Um, and we want to try and finish on a high. So it'll be, it should be a good game. It's not it's not one of these games there's nothing really to play for. Liverpool got something to play for and we want to finish with a win. So mm -hmm. it should be an entertaining game and hopefully we can come at an end uh, on top. But we also know it's going to be a tough game. And Steven Gerrard's last game, if if selected, that is, you never know. The manager might, <laughs> no, the manager yeah, might say, true. "Well, uh, you're not going to be with us next year, so I'll, I'll just give somebody else a game here." You know, I would be very surprised for that to happen. He's he's been a a, a wonderful player for the, for Liverpool, and mm -hmm. rightly deserves everything that he gets. He's been the catalyst, for, like you said, for 17 years of that club, driving force. As a personal point of view, I'm surprised they're letting him go. Oh, that was my question, Charlie, as a, as a player still playing against Steven Gerrard, he's got a lot to offer. It oh, must have been a surprise. Steven Gerrard's still one of the best players in, in the Premier League. Mm. So, for me, looking from the outside then, I'm surprised. But decisions have to be made for, at big clubs. Mm -hmm. The owners and the, the manager obviously wanted to make a big decision. They've had to make that. And I know Stevie will be hurt by it, but... It'll be time for him to, to go and, and finish on a high. And listen, what a, what a place to go and play. I know the way he is. He'll not want to go there and just people think he's only going there to, to relax. I know he'll want to go there and win trophies. Sure. He'll want to be the best player sure. in that league and show 
you know why they, they they want him there. So that's the type of person he is, and he's a he's a winner. And Liverpool are going to miss that. They've they've missed that in the last couple of years with some big big players leaving the club. And um, it's it's you know they need to 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 bring some big players in. Did you enjoy your year playing with them? I loved it. It was it was a it was a wonderful time uh, on and off the pitch. It was amazing. Um, it's a great club. Mm-hmm. It's one of the best clubs in the world. Um, just going to places like Singapore and the pre-season, you know, eighty thousand watching training—that's that's the type of club <laughs> yeah. you're playing for, you know. Yeah. And it's it's a wonderful club, and mm-hmm. it's it's one of these clubs that when you've been there once, you know, it's it's difficult to leave. And it was difficult to leave, but you even when you go back there, I look forward to going back there because you know the whole atmosphere yeah. and, and the history of the club is is amazing. Yeah, what about little Raheem uh, <laughs> want, want to go and? And want to win trophies and that, don't you think? If he stay, if he stays at Liverpool, they have a chance of winning trophies. They do, but I think something. I think he's got to make a decision. For personally, he's got to make his own decision. It's his decision, and that's what people don't understand. You know, everybody's blinkered on. He should be doing this. He should. He's twenty years of age. He's got fifteen years of Edmund. He's got a big decision to make, and you know he's he he could be a world class talent. He's he's that good. You know I've known I've seen him since he was seventeen, mm-hmm. playing and training with the first team till now, and he's improved so much. But you know he he makes the decision that he feels right for his career. Mm-hmm. Everybody will have an opinion, which is which which is what it's about, understand, it? yeah, which yeah, is understandable. Yeah. Everybody has an opinion, but it's done to him as a player and what he wants to do. The club will obviously want to keep him, which. We're entitled to. He has two years left in his contract, but it's a big decision for him as a player um, because he he's got to make the right decision if he wants to go wherever he goes. It's got to be right for him as a player. And but for me, I think Brendan's the one that can coach him mm-hmm. into being the the best player he can be at the moment. Um, technic- the way technically he could he could improve and tactically as well. Mm-hmm. Um, he's come on leaps and bounds in two years, so. He'll take that into consideration, but let's say he's got a big decision to make. Um, if if it happens, because at the end of the day, Liverpool are in the driving seat. They they they, they own the player. He's still got two years left to go, so it's a big decision for for the whole the whole club and for the player. Has, has he surprised you at all, Charlie? Because I remember when he used to come and train with you boys at, at Melwood when he was seventeen and that, and he used to just bounce off you. Really, he was quick and he was lively, but you used, I mean. Yeah, he, he almost got bullied a little bit. Yeah, yeah, because he had that small frame mm. and that. But he always had that pace. He mm. was always, he was always clever in how he'd done it. You know, Kenny had always got him with the first team as well, and he he was clever in how he how he played. He never really had an opportunity where someone had to actually, you know, be physical against him because he was that quick and he was that clever in his brain. But he's brought a lot more. I I. I when I first went back after I left Liverpool and I went into 50-50 with him and, and I couldn't believe the difference in him in that season, mm. you know, physically um, as well. But I think he's improved a lot as a player. He, he's For me, he's he's one of Liverpool's best players. He's England's one of England's best players. So he's got everybody want or want a piece of, of Ryan Sterling, but he's got to make the right decision for, for his career and hopefully he does that. And, um, Liverpool can get a good uh, solution at the end of it. Just talk about one of your teammates as well. I know that the Saints are a big fan of Stephen and Zonzi. I am as well. I saw him when he was at Blackburn as well. And he always seems to stand out. Is he a player that that you see 
taking another step up. I know he's at a decent club already, but could he take another step up? Yeah, without a doubt. He mm. can go and play. Mm. I always thought somebody like Arsenal would come from. Mm. Um, the way he's got that presence. He's similar, no, I wouldn't say similar to Wilshire as in, but he's got that bigger, he's got a presence. He's big, he's strong, quick, and he can he can run with it as well. And that, you know, he, can, he glides by players. And he, he's a very, very, very good player. There was obviously people don't have obviously not come for something yet, but you never know. Uh, but I think he can go and step up and play at the you know, one of the bigger clubs. Mm. He's he's got the he's a good player, and for me, I wouldn't be surprised if somebody like Liverpool yeah. come from. No, there'll be no surprise if John Walters scores tomorrow because I think he doesn't like Liverpool. <laughs> I always get that impression. Uh, no, it's. Listen, it's, it's just it's great to score against anybody. It doesn't yeah. help when you're never Tony in a night. Hey, don't be like that, Charlie. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> Brilliant. Well, listen, Charlie, thanks for coming on, pal. Really no appreciate problem. it. Thank well, you. Yeah. And good luck tomorrow, mate. Thank beat, you. Beat them Reds. <laughs> <laughs> All the best, Charlie. Cheers, Charlie. Cheers pal. You. See you, mate. All the best. Bye bye. Thank you, mate. Passionate and proud about football on Merseyside. This is Satan Snods on Radio City and City Talk.